0: All right. Hello and welcome to episode two. And guess what? We now have a name for this podcast. It's double Edge Podcast. That is right. And here's the logic behind that. Here we are all about talking and learning, as I've already said in our previous episodes, because words have power. And like a double-edged sword, they can be used for good or to hurt someone. So here in Double Edge, we are free to express ourselves and to have a good time talking about absolutely anything as long as we understand our power and responsibility when our microphones are on. And now for the first time, I am here on a, in a Zoom meeting with my father. Uh, this episode is called Far From Home. So yeah. why in the world are you not here with me? What are you
1: doing? <laughs> Well, I'm the the lead pastor in Ibe Valle Mex, which is a Spanish speaking church in Mexico City, in Coyoacán. And also, we just started last year in the middle of the pandemic, at least online. Can't wait to get some physical uh, presence, you know. Uh, interaction. Starting, yeah, interaction with the Valley Church, an English speaking church in Mexico City. And um, I haven't left the house, Harley. I'd probably like three or four times in the whole pandemic uh, because I'm high risk. I was diagnosed with uh, stage four lymphoma cancer back in 2010.
0: What exactly is that cancer and how come now it's safe for you to leave? What,
1: what's this context of the cancer? By God's grace, we, I've been able to, to beat it three times. I, mean, I said beat it. I didn't I don't know that I did anything about it, but um, you know, uh, God's helped me through that three times it's it's a cancer that like for example the actor Andy Whitfield he died of the same cancer as me same age as me was born you know around the uh, same time I was and he was diagnosed the same year as me in 2010 he was diagnosed uh, in March and me mid-April so like two three weeks apart from each other and he died one a year and a half later 18 months later so yeah yeah here I am still 10 years later, not because I'm better, stronger. Well, uh, he's
0: the main actor of Spartacus. I don't think
1: yeah. stronger. <laughs> no, definitely not because that guy was a gladiator. He, he filmed as a gladiator. So, uh, tremendous. But so uh, I, I had purpura back in 2006. They fixed my purpura and gave me diabetes. So just switched. What, how in
0: the world does that happen?
1: Well, the, the meds that they gave me, it shot my sugar up to 1,300. So I pretty much uh, wiped out my pancreas. And okay, any- for,
0: for anyone that's my age that's watching, 1,300, that's normal, right?
1: Yeah, oh, uh, people go into <laughs> di- uh, diabetic comas with 400. I talked to a taxi driver who fell in the street into a diabetic coma with 400. And I talked wow. to a lady in Hesperia, California, whose father died with 702. So I double that.
0: Goodness yeah.
1: gracious! You're not supposed to have more than 110, and I had 1,300. So pretty bad, very bad, very, very, very bad. Wow. Uh, so they they fixed one problem, gave me another problem. Uh, I also suffered a lot of vasculitis, but I've been able to take care of myself. And after several years of dealing with vasculitis, which is uh, an inflammation of the small blood vessels in your body, but it can kill you because whatever you see on the outside, the blood vessels—I mean, that's going on in your brain, that's going on in your heart—all those blood vessels are are they're 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 swollen and and they're having a bad time so uh i I dealt with that several years i haven't dealt with it for a long time because after it went away i've learned things that i need to not take so that it doesn't uh, um you know so i don't detonate it provoke it yeah and uh so diabetes um i was recently just like a, a couple months ago diagnosed with Uh, psoriatic arthritis. So that's like two in one combo. In the world Uh, Psoriasis and arthritis. So a lot of joint pains. I have these... uh, uh, I don't know what to call them. They're just like little little spots that come out in in my skin. Itches like crazy and it causes a lot of pain. I have fibromyalgia, which is just pain. And um... Um what else wow. um, what,
0: what else as if there were still like a, a big huge list of sicknesses <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. yeah there's one one more big one that i'm not uh, thinking of right now diabetes, diabetes psoriatic arthritis
0: i think there's um, one with like a japanese name
1: and Hashimoto's sickness hey. was hypothyroidism there you go uh, those three were just recently diagnosed and uh, add on to my diabetes and the cancer which you never know when can come back or not so of course a lot of health issues so i i mean your mom won't even let me step outside the door without you know uh thinking that just breathing the air outside our house i'm gonna get sick and now i had to make a trip we had several conference meetings that i haven't like i said left the house let alone traveled but we we got several things lined up some important paperwork that mom needs to do my wife gloria and we bought a used car that we haven't had a vehicle for two years so we bought that and uh and also like i said we have several conferences lined up so we had to make the trip and i am far from home and i am suffering i wish i was back home (laughs) i can only imagine goodness gracious a whole
0: list now a person in, in normal per se, uh, normal circumstances where they're healthy, they have their diet going, their lifestyle going. I've heard of so many cases that they just leave the country or go on vacation or something happens, they leave. And it's just so hard for them to stay on track with their body, especially. So how in the world do do you go from being here stable with all these sicknesses and having the security to leave and, and how are you, how are you handling yourself over there?
1: Well, it's 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 quite a feat because um, uh, since 25th of September, we had to change completely my diet because of the psoriasis and the arthritis and the hypothyroidism mm. and fibromyalgia uh, and the diabetes. So we cut out 100% all carbs zero carbs and we started the carnivore diet and so it makes it difficult to travel I've had some horrible experiences going to a restaurant trying to sub this and get this and some people they're just idiots they don't know what to do and <laughs> how to help you and they're like okay you double or triple for half the amount of food that they give you and so uh, complete jerks other places like we got to steakhouse oh my it was the best and they did awesome but i mean it's expensive you know paying 35 37 dollars just for uh a steak and some bacon and some brisket on the side they but they were they, they really were nice and and handled it really cool because i mean i asked for the best and the most expensive that they had and it was so here in Granberry, Texas, eating a I don't even know what it's called. It's a it's a kind of ribeye, but it's prepared uh, based on a Japanese something. So it's called a kushu or akushi. I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> I a or something. Like that. And so I'll keep. I don't even know how to say it. Um And and I got that twice, but that's like 70 bucks for just two meals. I'm like, okay, we got to do something. So your mom yeah. went out. I'm going to show you this. For those of you on youtube you'll appreciate this if you're listening on anchor or spotify you're not going to appreciate it but she went out and in walmart we bought uh, oh my
0: god you you guys bought basically
1: a portable kitchen (laughs) yeah so we have two pans and a burner an electric burner and so your mom is here with the blow dryer, trying to keep the smoke down, so we don't set off any lo- uh, uh, smoke alarms in the hotel. No. The bathroom door closed, so it doesn't come out here. Because we have, um, uh, you know, the the vent, the what you call it? Yeah, the vent. So we have that. We also spent like three thousand six, three thousand seven hundred dollars for this water filter thing that it, it makes hydrogenated uh water which in, in a 9.5 alkaline and so it's portable i can i just we just hook it up to the the thing here and now we're drinking perfect water and perfect we're in the, water oh perfect
0: what, what what is that called for anyone curious the machine yeah. It's Canyon.
1: A, a, yeah oh, okay and also oh, for the envelope and also now we're taking immunocal which is not not cheap at all but it's an animal protein it's got cysteine and a lot of other things that are very healthy for you so it, it's helping me it, I, I, it, and still i mean i'm getting my butt whooped and, and going to these places so we bought this and it's, we're just eating in the hotel we, we're not we're not going out at all we're just buying really good steaks at uh, walmart and making our own food here in the hotel room. I mean, this is the best option we've come up with so far so that we can, and it's helping. I'm feeling so much better today than I I did these past few days that we were trying to find where to eat and where to go.
0: All right, that's where I wanted to get at. Good thing you're feeling better. I knew a couple of days ago, you were like, I am bad, everything that was good. I came on this trip and now it's all gone. I am bad again. And I'm like, what? Isn't this supposed to work everywhere? This whole, <laughs> but I guess you're getting the diet under control now, better with well, this whole the
1: diet part. Just a little bit that uh, that I'm off, and it really affects me. That's one thing. But also, what was hurting me was is just uh, not sleeping and resting enough. So I got a real good night's sleep last night, and and it's just being in these conferences. It just takes a lot out of me. I have not. I have not traveled. I've not walked much. I just go from my bed to my lazy boy, because it just—I was in a lot of pain this whole pandemic all year, last year. And so uh, these—I I, I had like three weeks in a row that I was feeling pretty good, and I came on this trip, and just uh, walking in the airport and getting to to Monterey, and then playing a little bit of ping pong with with your cousin, uh, with my nephew. <laughs> And the next day I was ready to just take a bunch of pills and say goodbye world, I'm out of here. This is crazy, I don't wanna be anymore, it hurts. It's like three weeks of good uh, health just wiped out in two days of a trip and we hadn't even started yet. Then we drove, you know, how long? 10 hours to Granbury, Texas, uh, plus stops, it makes it longer. So yeah, I mean that's not comfortable. That's not easy on your body. And then we're in a three-day conference on oh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So oh my goodness, I'm just trying to stay stay with it. Now I have several days to rest, and that's cool. So yeah, far from home. it's, wow. it's I used to like it. I used to love it going on <laughs> trips, and now it's just like I'm just trying to survive, man. I'm just trying to survive.
0: That's interesting and fun for anyone that's trying to get out of their houses right now in the quarantine is they're sick of it
1: the life lesson here's a life lesson when you have to take care of yourself there are no excuses find a way you find a way and we found the way we found uh, like I said we, we bought this very expensive filter we'll probably be paying it for another two months and uh, we got a uh, uh these pots and these electric burners and we're cooking food in the hotel bathroom there's always a way to stick to what you have to stick to
0: there is always a way that's what we that's what we should name the podcast probably there's always a way (laughs) that's what we should have called there's always a way that's fun there's that reminds me though you you stop by the immunocal the immunocal i guess that's exactly how you say in english but (laughs) who knows um I started taking this too, and then one of these days, my wife asked me, "So what does this do? Like, what are you feeling? Are you feeling better?" Man, it's an alarm for some pills
1: I have to take. Alarm pads. <laughs> we got all these noises in the background. Yeah. You really good with sound effects. Or- or you got a lot of stuff around. Yeah,
0: un- unnecessary sound effects. Everyone's going no, on the no, podcast no. like, what What does this mean? It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. It just means I don't have the best control over my household.
1: That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway. What were you saying about the imunical?
0: Yes, she was asking me. Uh, Paulina was asking me, "What is? does this do? And then I started like, oh, well, you know, it." I mean, my dad said it. <laughs> and then I just couldn't finish the set. I have no idea what this does. I am drinking it day and night, and I have no idea exactly what this product Mine, does.
1: faith, and mom and dad. That's, that's what right Mine, faith, the mom I, and dad. I, I, that's said, how I was like, raised. They told me to, to take <laughs> it. I'm taking it. Because you have your, your health problems as well, and, and with your stones, your kidney stones. Oh,
0: and yeah. I didn't really want to mention crackdown. that, but sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I mean... If, if we're gonna mention it and, and recommend something, we recommend Immunocal. I don't care what it costs. If I can stop taking 15 pills a day that you know is fixing one thing and breaking another 10 in your body, then <laughs> it's, it's better to invest in preventing problems and healthy stuff that are gonna help and heal your body and not cause secondary effects.
0: So, I know you're not like the creator of this this product, and obviously, if people want to know more about it, they should look into it. But from what you can tell, what you can feel, what you've experienced, and what maybe the people told you about this, what, what exactly is it composed of? What does it do?
1: It's an animal protein. Like I said, it's cysteine and the. Uh, the, oh, the I forget the other name of it. I have to learn the whole thing because I've just barely read up on it enough to understand what, uh, what I need to know to make a decision, but not enough to where I can give the sales pitch yet. So uh, I've just been taking it for three, four weeks and my body in three weeks, did a 180% U-turn completely in how I was feeling and how I started feeling. Of course, then I make this trip and I just erase it like off the face of this earth. Uh, so you gotta take care of yourself. My body's just not ready yet; it's just too weak. But uh, but if it wasn't for me taking it, I'd probably be even worse. I can't yeah. imagine what I'd be doing right yeah. now. Yes, so, so
0: I, I I reckon if you would have done this trip maybe later on in the year, it probably wouldn't have gone this way.
1: The the the, the best thing I can say and really quick is just uh, it's one of the few companies that do the the double blind studies, which is the scientific, um, it's not just the epidemiological uh, study of observation. They actually go to experimentation, scientific experimentation. No other product does that. No other product does that. And oh, wow. they that. And so that to me speaks volumes that there are, there's proof, there's proof. The other ones that just, it's just, um, um, uh, Oh, what you call it? It's just e- experimental proof. It's just what people have experienced and um, anecdotal uh, uh, evidence. But this has actually scientific evidence. It costs so much money. No one does that. And so these, these guys did that and that won me over. Plus it's animal protein and I'm on a pure animal product diet. So I, I saw that 100% positive and I totally recommend it. It, I'm taking the, the biggest dosage you can, full blast for three weeks, now it's uh, almost four. And I have to do that for like six months. And so it's it's slow, but that's because I have been bombarded with, for for 20 years, I've been taking so many steroids. For 10 years, I've been bombarding my body with chemo. And now I have to take chemo again after two, two years, after two and a half years, almost three. Well, in March, it would be three and uh, taking chemo again for the psoriatic arthritis. So they have no way of treating it. They only know how to sleep it. Well, I'm hoping that this is actually going to uh, solve it, get rid of it. And then everything is in the hands of God. I never ask him to take something away. I only ask him to give me the grace to endure whatever he sees fit to put me through. Uh, You know, Paul asked to to take something away three times and and he said, my grace is sufficient. So I never asked to be healed from cancer and he healed me three times. Um, If he wants to, if he wants to use me, wants to leave me here on earth serving him, he'll have to take care of my body. I'm not the owner of uh, of my body. I do the best I can, humanly possible. I do all that I can humanly possibly do. Yeah, of course but the rest is in God's hands. Only he can know what's in my cells and, and do stuff and whatever. So whatever he wants. If he wants me to to live sick until my last day, I'll live sick until my last day. I am just, I serve at the pleasure of the King, of the King of Kings. And uh, whatever he wants to allow me and, and, and sees fit, I just ask for grace to to keep on serving him. Enjoy. And it my ability.
0: Yeah. glad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not it's not very I don't think popular. I think that mentality of not praying to heal, you know, I've 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 always heard of people well, obviously not in my church because you're the pastor of my church, <laughs> but I've always I've always seen people and heard of Christians saying, "No, no, God's going to heal you. And I'm going to pray." And even non any religion probably that I've come across, they're like, no, God's going to heal you. That You just got to believe. You just got to believe. But I guess you can believe, but
1: Well, not. I know that the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So mm-hmm. it's not like, uh, th- there are times where I say, if you want, then you're going to have to heal me. If you want to leave me 20 more more years serving, you're going to have to do something about it. So, I mean, I would like you to heal me, but at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not going to ask you for it because I think it's so pretentious of some that I demand you in the name of Jesus it's like Jesus never prayed that way to God. He never spoke to him that way He just said dear father you yeah. always called him Father, dear Father and so I think you need to, I need to, you need to speak to your dad with some respect and to just almost force him to do what you want. He's not a genie he's not a Santa Claus he's God. He's the Creator He's your father. have some respect. Ask whatever you want. I don't think you you can't ask him to heal you if you want to. Yeah, of course. It's just me. I just say, Lord, I'm your servant. Use me how you see fit. Whatever brings you more glory, whether I do it in the midst of sickness or you take it away. It's in your hands.
0: Yeah, well, Jesus Jesus himself, he he had a prayer very similar to that right before he died. Hey, man, Dad, if you can...
1: If you can take this away, (laughs) I would appreciate it, but not my will be done, but yours. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I guess at the end of the day, I mean, there is a way, there is a way, like you were saying, to to stay on top of things and do the best you can humanly possible for your benefit. doesn't matter if you are at home, far from home, it's your body, right? But... But at the end of the day to my original question how 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 do you get the security of with all the sicknesses leave get out of the house after after mom says no you gotta stay in where do you get that security well, I'm guessing it's precisely that that's kept you on your feet these past years. God,
1: well, we we take care. We, we put our mask on. We keep our social distancing. We try not to greet with our hands. Uh, we try to, and if we do, wash them real fast. Uh, put the, a ton of gel on. And and so we 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 take the necessary precautions. But we, you can't live, you know, in fear. Number one, you you have to trust God. And and I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't important. These were important things and my authority, my pastor said, I want you there. And so I believe that God works through authority. He's he's gone he has enough of his own health problems. He's not gonna put me at risk just for any reason. And I'm glad we came. It was it has been just the little time we already did three Apart days. Apart
0: from screwing you up physically, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it, the good it, side of this? Give us it, the
1: juice now. It was worth it. It was worth uh, being having my eyes shaken up a little bit because uh, every every preaching, every message that we've heard on Sunday there were two, Monday one, and Tuesday three. So. A total of six messages, and and everyone had me in tears. Uh, Every worship set had me in tears, and there were just words, there was just uh, things that really ministered to me, and so it it tugged on my heart, it inspired, it encouraged. When you you think of how hard I have it, you know, and you want to feel sorry for yourself, and say, man, others others would roll over and die with just one of the things I have, and I have like five of them, you know, and it's like... uh, um, but but God sees And he gives you grace To, to endure whatever is necessary And, uh, and so it is, it is what it is And we just trust him And to me it has been so worth it the, the, Some people have been so generous We feel like we've had Christmas In January And we didn't have a Christmas really We really didn't have a Christmas this year And yeah. we feel like we just had Christmas this, These past two days And the, the love, the encouragement, and like I said, feeling inspired and, and renewed uh, vision, renewed hope. Without hope, there's nothing. No, no one can endure anything, but when you have hope, there's nothing you can endure. And, I, um, and so, oh, we've been pumped full. And still, we have uh, a Zoom meeting with a church in Pennsylvania tonight. We have uh, this coming Sunday in Fort Worth in the morning, San Antonio at night. And then the 31st, we have two churches in San Antonio. And we know it's just going to be a huge blessing. It's just going to be great. So it's already been worth it. And and it hasn't even, we're not even one third done with the time.
0: I mean, crying in every worship set and message, I think that's also a testimony of how important sometimes, you know, sometimes it is to get away from home, right? Because you, yeah. you grasp things even more. You're more open and
1: more sensitive. You're more, more sensitive. Receptive. More sensitive and more receptive. And, and furthermore, it speaks to the importance of congregating with other believers. You need to, as a pastor, you need to congregate with other pastors. And as and as a child of God, you can't stay locked up in your house forever. You need that human interaction. It's the love of our brethren in Christ that just pumped us full these past few days and made us just, oh, feel so, so encouraged. Yeah.
0: That's great. Well, that's good. And I think that, that's very hopeful. And especially nowadays, uh, don't live in fear. I guess that's like the bottom line. You know, you can live two ways. That's the double edge, right? Of life. Either you can live so imprudent and so out there and, and get sick and everything, or you can live too fearful and too inward. You just have to have a balance, I guess.
1: Both are destructive. You yeah. Need to- balance you need to take care as best you can but you need to have a trust in God and worst case scenario something happens and I die I know I'm going to have it um, and and I know my kids are taken care of I know that God is so big he'll take care of my uh, of my wife I don't have to stress over those I do not stress those things I know that, uh, that God is a good father and he takes care and, and everything will work out and, and then the hope of we'll all be together again in heaven because we have Jesus Christ as our savior. I mean, how can you live in fear with all that? That's just so much, that's just too much hope. That's just too much hope. Uh, and so that gives us the confidence as to being prudent, following your authority, listening to your leaders, doing what you, uh, what, what you feel God wants you to do and be where he wants you to be. And at the end of the day, if you do all those things and you walk in that guide of his spirit, he's gonna take care of you. He's gonna take care of you. Just like the three friends of Daniel. Uh, God will save us from the fiery furnace. And even if he doesn't, I'm still not gonna worship your your, your idolatrous uh, gods. And I'm still gonna have faith in God and he'll still take care of me even if he doesn't save me from the fiery furnace. So, fully on you.
0: Perfect. That's great. Well, wow, that's been enlightening of how the experience has been going on far from home. There's obviously good and bad always, and there is ways to figure out how to live with the way you're eating. There's ways to take care of yourself no matter where you are or if you're stuck at home in quarantine. There's always a way to keep moving forward and to have hope. That is great. And for and I really love the fact that we dove... Uh, fearlessly to the subject of heaven in, in, in scripture and i just want to say if there are any non-believers here that are listening i think it'd be great to have scott phil brown back to just discuss a little more of these things like heaven what's up with heaven that that hope you have in heaven it's crazy i mean not everyone believes in it so we, we would like to explore that in more podcasts see what your logic is behind that that faith I really love it and inspired by it. I mean, that alone, I think is a testimony. You can have like five, six, seven sicknesses and still live in hope and energy. So I I think we are really interested to having you back here and discussing even more things in depth, just fearlessly talking about everything. And that's what this podcast is all about.
1: So, wow. Thank you, bud.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) What?
1: I love what you're doing. I'm your biggest fan. Just keep on up. And whatever I can do to help you, you know, I'm, I'm right here to help you. Love Thank you. Thank you
0: so much. Now, just to close up the podcast in, do you, do you have any any final words?
1: This whole episode?
0: <laughs> yeah. Just All right. Try to this summarize it.
1: is sometimes you have to leave. And what gives you the confidence to do so? You don't do so recklessly. Uh, you take care of yourself to the best of your ability. You trust God with the rest. You follow your leaders and, and good uh, counselors. Uh, the Bible says, "In the multitude of counselors, you have secure, uh, security and you have victory." And uh, and so, we didn't do this recklessly. We did it over prayer. We we thought about it. And even though it's rough, life is rough. Uh, you're gonna have it rough whether you're at home or whether you're on a trip. That don't don't just you can't stop living. As 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 long as you have breath, you have a purpose to live out. It, it, god created you for a purpose so the quicker you get to know god the quicker you get to know the reason why you're here on earth the more fulfilled and joyful you will live and if you don't have christ then yes please contact us we will help you to know what to do
0: awesome wonderful great great summary for everyone that's listening all right well this was episode two of double Edge podcast and now we finally got that official name. I'm in love with it. Double-Edged Podcast. I love the way it sounds. This is episode two. Stay tuned for more episodes to come in the week. We are out. Episode three. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, like it and share it. See you next time.